You know, it's a Friday when you're in the mood and then, you know, it's kind of rainy, but we get that all out of the way because this is cliffcentral.com. Thank you so much for having us on. It's a few minutes past nine, so let's get the ball officially rolling. This is Untapped Talent. So welcome to it. My name is Sia Sangweni Finn and thank you so much for having us on. Feels good to be back. Uh, if you did notice, I was not here last week and I had a little boo-hoo-hoo moment as I wasn't in studio. But you know what matters the most? That I'm back now. Uh, so I have a little hour and a half, uh, planned for you guys. And I think, you know, it's quite interesting that I'll be chatting to some female cricket players. You know, we hear a lot about the pro tiers and they tour and they're off to all these exotic places in the world. Now, mind you, I still don't really understand a lot of cricket. You know, all I know is like their innings and you go out and there's a batsman and, and, and. But I think it will be interesting to chat to them. So I have uh, three members of the SA Under-19 cricket team who will be coming into studio to join me in just a little bit. But before that, I actually want to give you a little breakdown of why I was actually not here last year because I feel like I owe it to you. It's one of those things. Um, I was actually at the Durban International Film Festival with Terry Petter, who stars in the movie Tzotzi, um and she's an acclaimed South African actor actress and now she has her own production company as well it's called leading lady productions and so she had a leading lady lounge at the durban international film festival where like-minded people who are lovers of the arts and they were legends in the arts industry as well who all gather there um really to share experiences and to learn from each other etc etc and i just sat there milking it all learning a lot and it was an awesome awesome experience but even bigger than that <coughs> excuse me Terry actually premiered her movie. So this is her first role as producer, really. Um, and her movie is titled Ayanda and the Mechanic, uh, which really has premiered in Cannes and it gro- got great reviews there. It also went to LA and actually got a special mention award. And so on the Thursday evening last week, uh, it premiered for its very first South African screening at the Durban International Film Festival and really got an amazing, amazing reception. I was speaking to a lot of people there and they were saying what they like about it is just like like it's it's a different South African story. It's authentically South African, but there were there was a lot of hard work and effort uh, put into the movie. You can definitely tell by p- the production, and there were even like great reviews on the likes of m- the music uh, from the actual movie because it was done by a literary musician Tandisam as well. So there was a lot going on, and I really really enjoyed myself there and really learned a lot as well. But one of the highlights as well is that I got to speak to um, <clears throat> the lead actress of the movie. Her name is Fulu. She's a young up-and-coming uh, actress. And so, you know, untapped talent, always shining the spotlight on young up-and-coming people. So even bigger and better than that, how about we talk to a lead actress uh, of a movie? So I stole just a few minutes with Fulu, and this is what she had to say. Cliffcentral.com. I'm so pleased to chat to this actress, an all-round awesome person. Uh, she's the star of the movie, Ayanda. It's Fulu Mugbani. Yes. I love it. Oh, I love it's a, it it's too. a nice. I I always sometimes say I wish I had a nice, strong, traditional name. name. You know what? What's your name? Sia. You see, oh, I mean, Sia you know Bonga. In in. Okay, I'll give it to you. But yeah. the thing is, you kind of like with accents here, like Zulu accent to Zulu accent. Yeah. You couldn't really say Furupero. because that's a strong Furu- name. Oh, you see. Now Fulu is a bit diluted. Yeah. 
I want to go around saying for better. For better. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, though. Fulu, are you, are you in this moment? Take me through how you're feeling right now. We're you at the what? Durban International Film Festival, the Leading Lady Lounge. Last night, we just opened up I Under the Movie Amazing. in South Africa. Yes. How are we feeling? I was anxious. And for some reason, unlike when we went to Cannes and to L.A., I was so much at... At ease. I was taking it all in, mm-hmm. and because Terry, I remember her saying, "You know what? You need to take this in because when it's when times get hard in the future, at least you have this to look back to, and yeah. you will remember this as your moment." And I'm learning to take it in. It's been amazing. The reception, first of all, is amazing. People are loving Ayanda, and most importantly, they're loving the ensemble work. Yeah. They're loving how much everyone contributed. The animation, the music. Tandusa Mazwai, I mean, the music. I'm, did you hear? It wow. It was amazing. Yeah. And, you know, to have that collaboration with South African music and to have South African veterans like Ntati Mushe, South African actors and a South African story. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. How did it feel work, walking onto the set for the very first time? I was... <sighs> <laughs> I was nervous. Yeah. Actually, I was beyond nervous. I was terrified. And the first thing that I did was they gave me that so that metal grinder yeah the first thing that's the that first I did, scene can you believe it I, I was like Sarah she's like yeah you are Yanda Muslim yeah but my hands would be shaking I'm, I'm like I don't no, think I can like, manage this we're here to protect you you'll be fine so I went like we did like two minutes of just trying to work it but I had to pull it off and it helped that we workshopped before yeah. so going on set the first time was better because I was familiar with the uh, story uh-huh. and the only thing that I need to familiarize myself with was the set mm. but it was perfect the garage was perfect I loved it there. how do you describe your role in this movie oh well she's the lead right? Yes. she's the protagonist and I think she, she plays a very important role and she links everyone in the story because she's the one person that is related has a relationship with each and every character that is in the story, whether negative or positive. Yeah. Um, so I think that Ayanda plays a big role at, at at telling a very imperfect story. I mean, a lot of us, not only in South Africa but universally, we we it takes us a long time to get um, to deal with loss. Mm-hmm. And I think that she she portrays it at, uh, with such ease the loss of her father in the this case the loss of her in the father movie. in this yeah. case of course and the fact that she's a little girl who has no idea that she needs to deal with it 21, she's keeping him alive I mean, yeah. she's keeping him alive literally and we do that we hoard things we hoard emotion and we hoard people that are gone yeah. and she I think she also brings Yeovil to life she brings originality to life she brings little girls to life Yeah. like 21 year olds are supposed to look and act like that they're not supposed to look like what we see every day on TV. Yeah. You, it's okay for you to look like that. It's okay for you to be a free spirit and to be the true definition of it, meaning that you're not confined or constrained by opinions of men. Yeah. And it's okay beings. not to be okay. It's okay you not to be okay. Have, yeah. Yes, yeah. Totally. You know, what I, what I really marvel at mm. about actors and actresses is the profession isn't like a proper nine to five, you know, isn't like any sort of ordinary, okay, I'm just signing a contract and I'll tap out and no, I'm out. You know, yeah. This is a real personal connection. Yes. So when you were offered the role of Ayanda, uh-huh. what was that deal sealer for you? You said you were going to do this because? I was going to do this because it would validate me as an actress. I was going to do this because it would challenge me mm. as an actress. I was going to do this because it's unlike any other um, character I've ever played. Mm-hmm. And... And the journey was worth it 
it's been worth it. I don't even know how many times I, should, I could say this because literally I've grown so much and I've learned so much. I mean, I'm working with Sarah Blecher. Wow. I'm working with Ntati Mushesh. I'm working with Kenneth. I'm working with Thomas Gumede. I'm working with Jafta. I'm working with OC. Yeah. So I had people that I looked up to, great actors that I, I got to share a platform with. And I, I consider that the biggest learning curve ever. So that's why I did the film. And I mean, reading the script, if you watch the film, you will see clearly that this is perfect for me even because I got to let go of a lot of my insecurities mm-hmm. as a human being, yeah. as a girl. And I got to be vulnerable. And that's something that I hadn't. I, I wasn't genuinely vulnerable in all the other um, roles that I've played in the past. I mm-hmm. was putting it on. And this allowed me to take away that veil and to be raw. And it's okay because this is what you, what you want to do for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Well, this is how you're going to do it. How would you describe, now when it's not just a movie anymore, mm-hmm. how would you describe the experience that was Ayanda? Wow, uh, it changed my life. Mm-hmm. It made me respect my craft. It, it made me respect the South African industry, because because we in South Africa, most of the time you dream of Hollywood, right? Yeah. You dream of Broadway. You dream to go overseas. But it made me dream of being here and making a difference here and 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 carving and cultivating my talent here in this country because of stories like this and because of platforms that I've been given. And mm-hmm. so far, it's been good. I mean, it's opened doors for me and people respect me and people want to work with me. And uh, you can't ask for anything better. You really can't. And I couldn't have asked for a better interview. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, easy, painless, straight to the point, inspiring. Oh. You're awesome. You're awesome too, so yeah. Oh, Let's just stay here and let's, let's just look at each yeah, other. Let's, let's, let's say talk. nice things about each other. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Fully, you're awesome. Thank All the best for the future. Thank you so hey. much. Thank you. Awesome. Cliff Central. What awesome people. Like, I really enjoyed getting to chat to them and being in that environment and learning more about the craft. You know, you just see a movie, it's 90 odd minutes and you may take it lightly, but the, the, like the, Energy, the effort that goes into something like that just for our enjoyment is absolutely awesome. So I love chatting to her. Um, Jan, she's really, particularly herself, she's, uh, fully has been receiving rave reviews as well. You know, going on, they describe, you know, the movie Ayand as a South African coming of age picture, but they really do point out that the way she took on the role of Ayanda, you know, this young 21 year old girl who just lost her father and wants to carry on her father's legacy, uh, um, in his uh, as a mechanic, really, as is quite remarkable, really. So I enjoyed that. And someone else I also spoke to was O.C. Ukeje. Um, he plays the male lead in the movie as well, and he's actually from Nigeria. So this was his first production outside of Nigeria, and hey, it had just happened to be South Africa. So it was cool stuff. Also getting to chat to him, and here's what he had to say. CliffCentral.com. I don't know how to start to introduce the guy <laughs> sitting next to me because he goes by the Twitter handle of <laughs> at OC the Great Ukeje. So let, let's just get that out of the way. It's okay. a great part of it. Well, I mean, it, it was something that I picked from Alexander the Great. Okay. You know, and my people never gave us English names, yeah. but I knew that <laughs> if I wanted an English name, I wanted it to be Alexander. You wanted to be powerful. It, I just, to mean I, it something. Just, it just had a ring to it. Yes. And so sometime I was just uh, messing about on BlackBerry, and I just put OC the Great. And then it cleared up, and my girlfriend at the time had asked me, why did you take it out? And I'm like, nothing. She was like, no, just put it back. Oh. 
And that's how it stayed. And it stuck. And it stuck. And yeah. then when I started, you know, working with people, and they're like, yeah, you should just go with the whole thing. So uh-huh. I didn't have a plan. It just happened to <laughs> stick, and we went on with it, basically. So, obviously, when you aren't busy, when you aren't busy being great, <laughs> you also do act. Yes, and I do. that is why I'm chatting to you. Uh, mm-hmm. You star in the new movie Ayanda, absolutely, which premiered at the Durban International Film Festival last night. Yes. Let's chat about that and your role. Okay. Uh, how would you describe your role in the movie? Uh, I think that David is. Um, I mean, the Nigerian immigrant who basically wants the best out of life mm-hmm. um, has a perspective to life, has a view on what he wants, understands the concept of sacrifices and um, pursuits mm-hmm. and difficulties that come with that. Because through the story, you, you see where he, he internalizes these things and decides on what should go yeah. with his life. And so he's, he's about that um, sort of... Um, He's into himself as well. And you find that, yeah. you know, that he's, he's not into too much words or too much talk. He's introspective. I think that's the word I was looking for. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed playing that because it gives you a side where you are more impactful yeah. with the little that you say. Yeah. You know, and then I obviously like the look that they gave to him just so that it can, <laughs> it can create a, bif- a, a bit of a difference. So as now well. I have to ask, what are the similarities between <laughs> David and OC? I don't think there is much, oh, actually. No. <laughs> I don't think we have much in common, really. Okay, yeah. you said that, then it's fine. Yeah. Um, let's also talk about the relationships you have in the movie. Okay. Are you ever apprehensive about that going into like a starring role? Are you ever apprehensive of like, what if I don't gel with the other actors? What if we can't commit to? <laughs> the apprehension is a, is a constant factor. Wow. Especially because you just never know what to expect with the people. And the interesting thing about portraying romance on TV is you want it to be believable and you want people to want to feel what you guys are feeling then. So you're always apprehensive about if the person is going to because so to speak we have moved from a different age of acting you know we aren't trying to make things cheesy but we're trying to be very believable on exactly so i'm sure that must be a bit of pressure as well yeah it is um especially because in your mind you kind of know how if you uh, when you're in your personal relationships you you get away with a lot of things, but when you see it on TV, you want people to see what they want to see on TV. Yeah. And so you're committed to doing what you should, and you hope that your your you know whoever you're working with is also committed. And with this film, I have to say, Fulu was you know outstanding, and it was nice to have the conversation. And you're not just had. saying that because she's like a few steps away. Uh, you she, genuinely mean I, that. I tell her this all the time. <laughs> I'm sure she's tired of hearing it. Actually. Yeah. You know, and um, it just really helped to make things easy. And then, yeah, to some degree, I also felt like an outsider since I'm the one who's the only Nigerian, well, the Nigerian they brought in for the film. So gaining that acceptance through it and then, you know, being able to make those scenes work for me as well, that that was very good, actually. On that note, this is your first project outside of Nigeria, am I right? This is my first project in South Africa. In South Africa, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And how was that for you? It was nice. I've always wanted to work here uh-huh. uh, because I find that the production values for the films are really amazing, really interesting. Um, and I guess also finding what, what happens in other countries as far as their film business is yeah. concerned. 
um, and then again working with other actors because when you work in um, your country yeah, you kind of know everyone yeah. and you've worked with a couple of people so did you, you feel like you were at a level where you're like I got this I, <laughs> you needed a new challenge <laughs> as a great OC would do <laughs> Well, there is a hint. I knew it. A, a I'm not like going to let it go of the great. <laughs> you go with your greatness. Yeah. You know, you, you know that, yeah, it's, you've had a good time with the films you've done mm-hmm. and you're looking for new opportunities and new challenges and just the freshness of working with new people. Yeah. You know, and seeing what other people are like, you know, their perspectives and whatnot and seeing all, all of that drama really just helps to Make even your own personal story more interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, w- I was I was very open to that. I wanted I wanted it to happen. Why would you make other? How would you make other people go and watch Ayanda? <sighs> well, I I think that the first thing I would say is if you have ever heard of a name called Tara Bletcher before, you know that the name is synonymous with you know awesomeness. Mm-hmm. And I think that you want to go and watch it simply because Sarah Bletcher made it. And outside of that, it is an ensemble that you, you would, you would always think of, you would always dream of. Yeah. So go and watch Ayanna simply because it's amazing. And you know, if you ever needed any other motivation, <laughs> the great OC stars in it. No, I, <laughs> I, I would put Fulu before me, but I am kind of in the film as Listen, well. Listen, <laughs> can I contact like your, your agent? I think it should be a thing. It should be OC the great. It should be on posters everywhere. Some company should put it on a can. Right. But OC, thank you so much for making time out for Cliff Central. Thank you. And all the best man. with Ayanda and the rest of your thank career. You Fantastic. CliffCentral.com. I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold. We are one. Flying fish now has even more flavor. Wow! More flavor. Huh? Hey! Whatcha doing? Bring even more flavor. All right. Introducing new chilled green apple. Chilled green apple. It's a beer with all the bitterness brewed out and green apple flavor brewed in. the flavor brewed in. Go on. Huh. Add some flavor. Don't mind if I do. Enjoy responsibly. Not for sale to persons under the age of 18. Ay ay ay. Say what you will, but when hashtag rain and M1 North are trending on Twitter, you know you're really not in a good space. So my guess the female cricketers, they knocked this one out of the park. Is that a good cricket analogy? No, I feel like that's baseball and not necessarily cricket. Uh, but they're still stuck in traffic. So I think let's just take more time to actually look back on Durban and all that was at the Leading Lady Lounge with Terry Peto at the Durban International Film Festival. So someone else that I got to speak to is a young, relatively young uh, Afrikaans actress who goes by the name of Charlene Brover and she stars in the new movie Dis Ek Anna. Now, I actually pointed this out in the interview that I had with her, but 
you watch a, a movie and it's sort of entertainment. Then, you know, you just get that one line of based on a real story. Then you're like, okay, all hell is about to break loose on this one. So yes, Disek Anna is based on a true story and I'm not going to spoil it too much for you. Let's her do the explaining. So her name is Charlene. Cliffcentral.com. I'm now chatting to Charlene Brower, who, you know, I've been doing some little Twitter stalking, Charlene, here. And you describe yourself on your Twitter bio as an actress, model, director, writer, blogger. But what I'm most drawn to is you also describe yourself as someone who does what they do with passion. What does passion mean to you? Passion means getting somewhere and defying the odds. Um, why I'm saying, <laughs> why I'm saying that, that. is, um, like I think your audience knows we're at the Durban International Film Festival and I just had a discussion with a lot of other actors and for a very What an interesting panel, I have to say. And you how know. do you understand? I was so petrified. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the industry since two thousand and three. Wow. And so that's um, a good twelve years? Yes. Yeah. I, and nobody has a clue who I <laughs> Which I, I prefer it that way. And, uh-huh. and to get back to passion, I've been doing it for 12 years. And like I said in the panel, I never had the opportunity to study drama. Yeah. I um, finished my studies through UNISA by working four jobs. Wow. And four jobs. <laughs> yes. I used to be a door lady at a restaurant. Okay. I used to work as an actress in a, a, a soap, actually a very well-known Afrikaans soap. I used to work for USN as a promotion girl and part-time booker for my agent. And so. then you also had to sometimes schedule in breathing <laughs> and, and, and sleeping. Sleep, yeah. sleep, sleep yeah. was, a, was a big thing <laughs> in my life. So people, my, all my friends knew when I said, I can't see you, they knew it's, yeah. it's Charlene needs to sleep, yeah. otherwise things are going to end badly. Of course. <laughs> but that to me is passion and I don't I don't want to sound like I have all the answers or that I um, I don't want to be that person. I don't have the answers, but I have time. There was a guy asking in the audience and my heart bled because I, I actually understand what he asked. He asked, what does actors give back to people mm-hmm. that, that don't necessarily have the know-how to get where they have to get, uh, go to? And I mean, my answer there, and I didn't have the opportunity to answer, is passion. Yeah. Is I I agree with Kenneth when he said it's not an actor's job to give another actor a job, but it is I think actors, directors, filmmakers, whoever, we need to give back and we need yeah. to start workshops and we need to start creating the passion in people that don't have the opportunities to study because sometimes the best don't have education, they've got heart. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I, to get back, a very long answer to a very I short love question. It. I I'm love sorry. it though. It was so <laughs> philosophical. Got me all Don't fluffy. ask me questions. <laughs> we'll sit here the whole day. All right, then I'll just sit here and I'll compliment you. Because rightfully so, you deserve so much praise. Because I think the word passion really does describe you so well. You know, 12 years in this industry, you know, most people, if they are in two years and they don't have a billboard and everybody doesn't see them because they're just running after fame, then they're like, okay, done with this, you know? So what would you have to say to those people who really are just fame hungry and not in it for the right reasons? Does that sort of irritate you or do you, you know, do you I'm, not take lightly I'm, to that? I'm going to be very, very honest. I'm, I'm one of those people each to their own. I... 
Once again, I don't want to sound like I have all the answers. But I mean, I, in, in a, not a line out, what do you call it? In a castings, yeah. In a casting, <laughs> I was about to say like a line out prison. I am 31 this year. And when I was younger, it, I used to, I used to be angry as an actress. I yeah. used to be angry because for Desak Anna, um, Neil did explain to you what the film is about. It's about sexual abuse and, I had to cut my hair, for instance, and yeah. for, for many, many, many years, I've been typecasted as a, in Afrikaans, you call it, moi popi kopi, and ah, it means pretty it. lady, empty head, yes. and um, the moment I cut my hair, and I, I insisted to cut my hair, was to be taken seriously, mm. and why I'm answering you in this way, I don't mind for the Kardashians, I don't mind for... When I was younger, I was very angry because I didn't understand, and I worked really, really hard, but... Yeah. I think everybody has their own journey and wherever it leads you, that's your path and not mine. And as, as a 31-year-old, and hopefully I get the opportunity to, to grow older, um, I'm excited to see where my path leads me, but I also wow. own other people, their paths. So <laughs> I would say that is why you're sitting on the other side and that's why you have all this praise because you are wiser than me. <laughs> I would be slashing no, people's tires. No, but, but how old are you now? <laughs> exactly. That says a lot. That says a lot. Moving on. <laughs> I have to Not ask to be you. derogatory. <laughs> now I'm so depressed. I don't oh, think I want to no, do no, this. No, no, no. Young joking. experience, experience. <laughs> I have to ask you this though. As an actress, I'm sure you have that ideal role that you one day want to play. Oh my what word, is that I just you? played it. Really? I just played it. Um, the Sakana was, it is actually scary to death that I just played the role that I've always wanted is to play. Is it exactly what you wanted? It is exactly what I wanted to. Wow. I proved to myself that there's an inner strength that I didn't know I have by portraying a woman's life. And I don't know if Neil told you, but Desak Anna is, is based on a true woman's story. Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity, it's based on two books. So the first book is real. She been, she has been molested by a stepdad since six years old. And then the second book, the character I'm playing, is fiction. Mm-hmm. So I had the responsibility to play a real-life person's fiction. The thing she wants, she wanted to kill her stepdad, but she never did. So wow. to to take that upon your shoulders and to say uh, it was it was, and I'm very proud. I know one shouldn't say they're proud of their own work, but I'm very I'm exceptionally proud and happy. Yeah. But if I can play any other role, I would love to play Sophia. <laughs> yeah, because I was about to ask if you at if this I prime age have now played like the role you've always wanted I'm like am the you cannot just sit at home superhero geek in the really? world in the world like Mom. Wonder Woman vibes is that what you're looking like, for uh, give them to me yeah I, I, I'd like give a storm of X-Men I, that, <laughs> if I can play a superhero I'm actually now in the process the, of writing a super South African superhero yeah. movie because I really want to play now a with this gorgeous pixie cat <laughs> I can totally see it you'll be a fiery wonderful <laughs> Give me Superhero. somebody, my superpowers will be the best. <laughs> <laughs> what an awesome lady. All the best for the Thank future. Thank you for the interview. Thank you so it was much lovely. for stopping by. Charlene, all the best. Cliffcentral.com. 
Uh, so we're still having guest drama because of the traffic and the rain and the Alice going on. But it's fine because it's like a little catch up from last week, giving you all the action from the leading lady lounge at the Durban International Film Festival. So another person I got to speak to as well is also actually a Joe Burger who was down in Durban for the occasion. His name is Deal van Dierwinter and he's a producer and also showcasing one of his films at the Durban International Film Festival. He gave us the lowdown on his movie, Dis Ek Anna, and all the little inside scoop of the movie business right here in South Africa. The conversations just keep on continuing right at the Durban International Film Festival at the Leading Lady Lounge, and I get to talk to interesting people with even interesting-er names, you see? As if interesting-er is a word. Neil van Dierwinter uh, joins me now. He's a producer for Palam Productions based in Joburg, and you're all the way in Durban. Neil, what actually brings you here? Well, we actually have a film in competition. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's quite nice. Uh, an Afrikaans film... Uh, I'm not 100% sure if I'm correct, but I think it's the only Afrikaans film showing at DIFF this year. It's called This Ek Anna. Uh-huh. And it was directed by the same director that directed the opening night film, Ayanda. Yeah. Sarah Bletcher. And, uh, yeah, it's her first take on Afrikaans. She's an English woman who's directed a, um, up till now a Zulu film, a Sutu film, and an Afrikaans film. So she's never directed an English film. Talk about a new South African <laughs> <laughs> film woman. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Is this uh, the, your first time at Stiff, or have you been here over no, it's, years? It's, it's, it's my first time, and uh, it's quite, I'm overwhelmed, I must honestly say. <laughs> in a good way, hopefully. In a very good way. Yeah. It's, it's bigger. Wow. Um, like, yeah, I've never experienced anything like that. Um, coming from a, pro- a production background mostly, and this is only my second film that I'm producing, and the previous one was a, a small-scale Afrikaans one, and this one obviously being accepted into Div was amazing. Uh-huh. But coming down here, yo, yeah, my, uh, Let's uh, actually talk about that process, because I find it very interesting. So, you work on a movie, so how do you submit it? You know, do you have to submit the movie to the Div board, or yes. does it get selected? How does that work? No, so, we were lucky... With this one, that Sarah is well known and loved in Durban. Um, her, f- other f- her first film, the Zulu one I was talking about, Othello Burning, opened the festival in 2011. Yes, that had and rave it was, it was that an was amazing awesome. film. And that was on that basis that we actually approached her to direct our film. Uh-huh. And uh, then, obviously, a second film, Ayanda, opened last night. And uh, she, so she, she sent. I think Pedro or whoever else at the festival. Pedro, the CEO yes, of Div. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. She sent them the link to an offline version that we had on, on, on Vimeo. <laughs> and they watched it. And obviously they have to sort of see merit in it, showing it here because obviously the standard is quite high. So you have to submit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then they watched it and they were very, very keen on having it here. And be, we're only actually going out in cinemas countrywide in end of October. So we weren't actually planning on being ready already. So wow. we, we had to rush, <laughs> but we, we're good. You had yeah. to make it happen. <laughs> we did. And yeah. Uh, you know, as a producer, I'm sure the whole connection of making the movie, you know, you see it from the very first stages to now it being full-fledged and released. I'm, it must be a very intimate no, very special process. So, how do you feel now, actually, like showing it off to the world? Yeah, it's it's an it, it's been a ride, an amazing ride for us. Um, it, the the book, it, the the film is set on two books. It, it does Ak Anna and the the State versus Anna Brewer, and it's about sexual abuse. I mean, a, a girl suffering sexual abuse by the hand of a stepfather, um, and then t- uh, taking. Well, revenge, you can almost say, and killing him. And uh, the court case that ensues. I read the books. The first book came out almost 12 years ago. I read it then. Mm-hmm. And the second book came out three years ago. And that's when I started chasing the story. And so it's been coming three years with us. Um, and it's been in a lot of 
potential shapes and sizes and forms wow. and this and that. But eventually, the way it, it worked out and it panned out with Sarah on board and with the cast, um, we had some amazing cast members amongst, like, others, Marius Veyers, who just who received the SAFTA for Lifetime Achievement at uh, the SAFTAs this year. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, so, yeah, it's been amazing, and to, to, I'm actually very looking forward to Sunday to actually see, I mean, I've seen this film more than 20 times already, oh, but, wow. but to see it with an audience and to see it... Their reactions yeah, as well, yeah, I'm yeah. sure that must I'm be very something much looking interesting. forward to that, yeah. But, you know, I always, whenever I watch movies, you know, yes, it can be all good and well and entertaining, but as soon as you see the heading based on a true story, or, you know, that makes you sit up and, you know, watch with a special eye. How do you actually draw the line of, I'm a human and I really feel empathy to a story versus I'm now a producer and I need to do the show justice? Can you actually do both without being too emotional? Yeah, I think from the get-go, we were, our aim was to be very honest about it and mm-hmm. to, 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 to respect someone's story and, and not just one person who had the courage to write the story but a lot of people and actually a shocking um, the huge amount of people going through similar stuff and um, that's what I said to everyone I approached to be part of it cast and crew was I explained to them the situation and the story and gave them some statistics about stuff that's actually currently still going on yeah. and said it's a respect thing and uh, so we we had to to do it as good as we can, yeah. Um, because obviously it's 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 a lot of people's stories, and it's not it's not light entertainment. Yes, uh, I love the sound effects. This is exactly what you get at the leading <laughs> lady lounge. It's an interview. It's nice sound effects in the background. It's everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but from you and your personal side, Neil, where are you from here? Well. Like I said earlier, we're going out in cinemas end of October, 30th of October, um, countrywide. But we are, we have submitted to a lot of other international f- festivals. The book, the first book has been translated into six languages. Awesome. And, uh, we are looking to, it's, it's a story, like I said, about abuse, about sexual abuse and emotional abuse. And, uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's, a, it's an underaddressed issue, I can mm-hmm. almost say. And uh, it's something that we want to try with this project to shed some light on and uh, potentially just open some eyes, you know. Um, yeah, and if, if one person can come forward and say, you actually helped me coming forward and telling my story, exactly. I think it will be great, yeah. Look at that, a producer who's out there to make a good, positive impact in the world. Neil, thank you so much for making <laughs> Top of Cliff yeah. Central. Thank you very much, Awesome man. stuff. CliffCentral.com you know, I was actually joking with the guys at the Durban International Film Festival when I left. I was like, when you leave an international film festival, I don't think it's fair to just say goodbye because that's so like unmovie like to say. So I was like, okay, and cut. There you go. <laughs> that's the only appropriate way to end it. So that was a little recap on the Durban International Film Festival. I had so much fun and a half at the Leading Lady Lounge. And finally, we can now move on to the lovely ladies sitting in front of me. Who were like the cause of my anxiety attack this morning? Good morning, ladies. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks to you. Good okay, so let's start over this side. How about we each introduce ourselves? Uh, my name is Chloe Chai. Just get nice and close oh. to the microphone as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> my name is Chloe Chai. Chloe, can we expose you with your middle name, with uh, your little nickname? Uh, Bushy. There we go. And why do they call you Bushy? Um, long story, but it's it's got to do with my hair. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> And then next on the mic, as, as long as you also get nice and close. Okay, I am Masabata Klaas. Masabata. Yeah. Masabata, when's your birthday, just by the way? On uh, the 3rd of Feb. And who also has a birthday on the 3rd of Feb? 
There we go. <laughs> so I said, like, Masabata and I should be cool just based on the fact that we share birthdays. And then next on the mic. I'm Laura Goodall. Laura, how are you? I'm fine in yourself. Good, good. Do you also have an AKA? No, I don't. I'm okay, normal. No. So I'm you, you're normal. You I'm aren't Chloe. from Durban, so we don't have, like, a connection like I do with Chloe. Exactly. We don't share a birthday like I do with Masabata. Like... I don't know. Hopefully by the end of the interview, we'll have something. Definitely. That's it. Okay. So ladies, I definitely wanted to chat to you guys because you are female cricketers. Don't you feel like all the guys get all the attention sometimes? You play for the Proteas, the national team. That's nice and cool. Um, so what's happening in the world of female cricket? Let me start with you, Laura. Um, I don't actually play for the national team just yet. Okay. But, um, I play in the emerging side and that's where, um, I, do what I have to do And I'm, I've been working With the, the national coaches And stuff So they know what I can do Yeah And I'm still young So hopefully one day I'll That's cool are, are you guys all under 19? No, no. I'm only 19 <laughs> You're, are, are, You see one. that's the nice connection <laughs> You're the under 19 We're the young ones around here So we'll go with that When did you get into cricket? Um, I got into cricket When I was about 5-6 years old With my brother Because in the streets That I grew up in There was no girls my age So there's only guys So it's yeah. either sit alone Do nothing Or join the guys And I picked it up from there and I just became, I just got a passion for it. Yeah, you grew up in the Western Cave, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, so that's my thing. Like, I have no hand-eye coordination. Like, <laughs> I still get confused with what touch, crouch, engage from rugby. Explain the basics of cricket to me if you had to explain it that way. I definitely say you need to know how to bowl. Okay. Um, you need to use your, your body basically to, to be accurate. Yeah. And then, um, batting is all, it's hand eye coordination. You need to exactly. use your hands. So I could never be a batsman. No. Not. What's Not your position, all. by the way? Um, I'm a, I'm a batting all rounder, so batting is my preference, but I, I bowl a bit as well. Okay. Yeah, I don't think this interview is doing wonders for my <laughs> self-esteem because I now just realize how crap I am at everything. And then Masabata, you are an all rounder as well. So that's a nice, cool thing to go around saying that you're an all-rounder. When did you get in and uh, touch like an interested in cricket? Yeah, I would say at the age of nine. At nine? Yeah, at primary school. Uh huh. Yeah, I used to play with the boys, so that's why I started to like cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Were you always just like a sporting junkie? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so school us. <laughs> Let us know. This is your time to show off. What else were you into? I play soccer, athletic. Yeah. yeah. I, I even try netball though. Did you try? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you netball? Or no. is that something you're not proud of? Uh, what yeah, yeah. is <laughs> I feel like netball is a nice, cool little funky sport as well. I think like that's more chilled than, but isn't cricket also nice, high energy? Yeah, it is. And is that one of the things that you're also yeah, yeah, yeah. drawn to? Okay. And then I'm not going to call you Chloe. I'm just going to call you Bushy. Bushy. Bushy's the name. Bushy, when did you get into cricket? <laughs> um, I had my first bet at the age of three. So. At three? Yeah, at three. You guys, <laughs> stop this. Three <laughs> at nine. When I was three, I was like eating crayons. Like, <laughs> I have nothing like great to say about three. Do you come from a sporting family? Yeah. Well, my dad loves sports. So, and he taught me the, to play cricket. So. Since since then, I just I just love sports. Yeah, so outdoors. The interesting thing is, when did it go from you're interested in sports to now saying I'm going to take this seriously and you know probably professionally I as well? I think when I was in primary school, I used to play a lot of the boys, and yeah. like, uh, one of my coaches actually recognized me and he said, "Why don't you just you know make it like a, a career?" Yeah. And since from primary school, I just pushed myself, and when I made the men's under sixteen team, I was just playing with them until. I got called for a woman's side. Yeah. And I went to go play with the woman. And since then, I've just just loved it. But ladies, you know, you all three of you actually mentioned 
a phrase almost of like, no, you should play with the boys or this is, a, you know. We all played with the boys. That's yeah. how it starts. Because but at primary school, is never, at primary school, is never a girl side. Mm-hmm. So it's either you play with the guys or you don't play at all. Yeah. yeah. But let's just talk about that quickly. Do you think that's fair that there's like a boys sports <laughs> and a girls sports and now you feel like you're going, you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing by trying to play cricket? Do you think that's fair? No, I don't think it's fair, but. Cricket is more of a, a, a male dominant sport, so yeah. most guy, uh, guys play. So for us to be playing, um, but we got a lot of respect from the guys. We played yeah, a lot of the guys, so especially the guys here at the academy in Pretoria. Yeah. I think we've played. We've played. I played with some of the guys there, so the respect that we have for each other is really good. Yeah. Um, and we don't get cheated. Oh, we a girl. Well, yeah. yeah. We still play as good as them. So I the re- and the recognition in public is that all? Do they take you seriously as? Cricket plays, even though you are women. We well, it's getting a lot of exposure now. We're getting a lot of exposure that because some people still don't realize that there's actually women that play cricket. So yeah, there's a lot of exposure that we're getting, especially now, like radio interviews, TV interviews, and it's just getting people more known to the sport. Yeah, how is it on an equal world stage? How is cricket, female cricket, taken? Because like I think there was a bit of a saga, and pardon me if my facts aren't correct. I think it was with the soccer World Cup. Where, you know, with the men's side, of course, it's a big spectacle. But with the female World Cup, I think it was, they la- they made the ladies play on AstroTurf. And there was this whole debate of, like, they would never do that to men. They would never just put men on AstroTurf. And now they're doing it with ladies. Do you feel like there's a double standard? Let me ask you, Laura. Um, I think with the soccer thing, I'm not really sure because I don't really know about that. Yeah. But, I mean, with cricket, it's like um, at the World Cups now, the women are getting as much exposure as the men do. And I think that's... It hasn't been like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know for the for the last T Twenty World Cup, that's the first time that I actually watched the women's World Cup, cricket World Cup, and I've been playing cricket. Yeah. Just to show that now they're eventually starting to show it on TV, and, and people around the world are actually watching it, which is which means cricket, women's cricket, is going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, Masawato, who are some of the cricket players that you look up to, like the female cricket players? For me, I'll say Shipnamishmer. Yeah. Okay. You see, I thought maybe you're gonna reference someone, then I might know them, and I'm like, who now? I think I know Marie. No, Maria Sharapova is tennis. I just love all street grade. Okay. So who are and how is and how is that though with regards to the icon level of female cricket players? You know, you hear about the great your Sachin Tendulkar's and the etc. etc. Do we get enough praise or recognition given to the great female cricket players as well? Um, I think we do. Like Australia, Australia and England are, are, are professionals. They're yeah. professional in their country. So um, it's it. You can see that they have world class players. Their games are all televised. Yeah. Um, compared to us, I think we're still getting there. Um, but they are world class players there, and they're starting leagues like the Big Bash in Australia, mm-hmm. and, they, and they're trying to get internationals from all around the world. So that's a that's a really big sign for women's cricket. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's just getting in there. It's just, we're getting more exposure. It's going in the right direction and we're just enjoying it. Yeah. And talking about that right direction though, the mere fact that we have a cricket academy devoted to both male and female cricket players, I think is a big, big, amazing step. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. And how do you, how far do you think South Africa still has to go with recognizing uh, female cricket? Are we there yet? Definitely not. I think we still have a lot, a lot to do. But I mean, I know this. Yeah, I think they televising some of the T Twenty games, so the the girls are going to play curtain no, raises. Hold up, okay. Sorry to, to to just derail you. What is a T Twenty game? 
I know ODI. It's a OD- 20 over game. So okay. it's 20 overs a side. 20 overs a side. So we bet in 20 overs and the other side bets 20 overs. So is that like a game that can be played in a day? No, that's an ODI, a one-day international. Yeah, that can uh, T Twenty can be done in three, three and a half hours. Yeah, because it's so quick. It's because it's high intensity. intensity. Okay, high intensity. quick, quick. So, I'm so confused. <laughs> you you call a three-day game high intensity, then you also get action cricket. So, how intense is action cricket then? It's pretty intense. <laughs> I haven't it played is. action cricket, so it's, I already know. It's, it's, it's very quick because it's 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 in a smaller place. Yeah, and your reflexes, you have to just it's. But batting techniques, but throws it in the window. (laughs) So then, though, I definitely do think this is a great step for you guys personally, and I'm sure you're very proud of your careers thus far and everything you've achieved. So from our side, kudos and everything you've achieved as well. And so there are a lot of exciting things in the future, including the Bangladesh tour that's coming up, right? That's quite cool. So when are you guys leaving? In October. In October. October. And how many days are you abroad? I think it's about uh, two and a half weeks, three weeks. Two and a half weeks. Wow. So what's on the itinerary quickly? So it's, I think it's uh, three ODIs and, and two, two T20s. Yeah. yeah. So that's just all we play. And the next year we have England tour that are going to that's going to be yeah England mm-hmm. West Indies. So, so those games will be t- curtain raises for the men. So they will be on TV. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, thank you guys so much. Now I love that I can thank walk you. out and talk. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just be watching a T20. Don't you know what a T20 is? <laughs> Gosh, where do you come from? T20s with the 20 overs. Uh, just in wrapping up, for all three of you personally, where would you like to see your careers go? Let me start with you, Masabata. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, I'll say, let's say in 30 years' time to come. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll be somewhere there in overseas playing club cricket, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So. Laura, what about you? Um, Obviously, my main goal is making the national team and obviously becoming a fixture in the national team, so... Um, get my place and, and keep it basically. Yeah, that, that's what I want to do. And obviously, go overseas and see the world with the national team. And if I can in the winter go play in England yeah. or somewhere overseas just to get that experience of being away from home mm. for that amount of time and stuff like that. Exactly. And my dear Spushy, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to get back on my feet. I just come off an injury now, so yeah. it's mm-hmm. nice to be at the academy. Um, so just try and work hard, get back into the side, um, and yeah, maybe go overseas, play some cricket. Start teaching people about women's cricket. Yeah. Start because the exposures. Yeah. So, going over to play some county. So yeah, I'm just really looking forward to it. Well, ladies, thank you guys so much for stopping by Untapped Talents this morning on CliffCentral.com. I hope to see you guys like on cereal boxes, just <laughs> everywhere. But it's been absolutely awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and most importantly, thank you so much for listening week after week. You make the show absolutely awesome. So until next week, Friday, nine a.m. right here on CliffCentral.com. My name is Sia, and I'll see ya. Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com.